today is the 24th of February 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. Don't forget, if you'd like to, you can download today's script. You can also download our Walking the Way prayer book. It's what we're using for our prayers each day. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way, or if you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrits.co.uk. Again, links are in the episode notes down below. Today we woke up to the news that the invasion of Ukraine had been ramped up. So in our opening prayer this morning, we're going to be praying for the people in Ukraine. Let's pray, shall we? Almighty God, we pray for the situation in Ukraine. We pray for those who live in fear that you might grant them peace. We pray that the voices of discernment and peaceful solutions may prosper. Lord, we ask that you raise up peacemakers on all sides, that the war and violence will come to a stop. Give diplomats wisdom, understanding, and build trust, Lord. We ask, Lord, for the church and the nations involved, that they may be salt and light in a very dark situation. And so, Heavenly Father, we lift this dangerous situation to you. May your kingdom come. Amen. 1 Corinthians 15, 26 The last enemy he will destroy is death. I woke up this morning to the news that the invasion of the Ukraine was in full swing. Now, I have a very tenuous link with the Ukraine in that a colleague of mine serves as a, a pastor to many Ukrainian pastors. And he was in the Ukraine in 2014 when the Russians annexed the Crimea. And he saw firsthand how war destroys communities and lives, and I bet you his heart would be breaking today. Today's verse reminded me that the battle is ongoing. As Christians, we face a lifelong battle, not just a physical one, but a spiritual one. But it also reminds me that the powers of men, the powers of hell, and the power of death will all be defeated. God will win. Christ is the victor, Christus victor. So today let us remember our Ukrainian brothers and sisters. Let us pray that our Russian brothers and sisters will stand up and speak out against the invasion. Today we pray that peace will win, and that we will see the start of God's kingdom coming into the area. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we read 1 Corinthians 15.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, as we approach your word, help us to hear it with your wisdom and respond to it with your grace. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the God's Word translation, and today I'm reading 1 Corinthians 15. Brothers and sisters, I'm making known to you the good news which I have already told you, which you received, and on which your faith is based. In addition, you are saved by this good news if you hold on to the doctrine that I taught you, unless you believed it without thinking it over. I passed on to you the most important points of doctrine that I had received. Christ died to take away our sins, as the scriptures predicted. He was placed in a tomb. He was brought back to life on the third day, as the scriptures predicted. He appeared to Cephas. Next, he appeared to the twelve apostles. Then he appeared to more than 500 believers at one time. Most of these people are still living, but some have died. Next, he appeared to James. Then he appeared to all the apostles. Last of all, he also appeared to me. I am like an aborted child who was given life. I am the least of the apostles. I'm not even fit to be called an apostle because I persecuted God's church. But God's kindness made me what I am, and that kindness was not wasted on me. Instead, I worked harder than all the others. It was not I who did it, but God's kindness was with me. So whether it was I or someone else, this is the message we brought you, and this is what you believed. If we have told you that Christ has been brought back to life, how can some of you say that coming back from the dead is impossible? If the dead can't be brought back to life, then Christ hasn't come back to life. If Christ hasn't come back to life, our message has no meaning and your faith has no meaning. In addition, we were obviously witnesses who lied about God because we testified that He brought Christ back to life. But if it's true that the dead don't come back to life, then God didn't bring Christ back to life. Certainly, if the dead don't come back to life, then Christ hasn't come back to life either. If Christ hasn't come back to life, your faith is worthless, and sin still has you in its power. Then those who have died as believers in Christ no longer exist. If Christ is our hope in this life only, we deserve more pity than any other people. But now Christ has come back from the dead. He is the very first person of those who have died to come back to life. Since a man brought death, a man also brought life back from death. As everyone dies because of Adam, so also everyone will be made alive because of Christ. This will happen to each person in his own turn. Christ is the first, then at his coming, those who belong to him will be made alive. Then the end will come. Christ will hand over the kingdom to God the Father as he destroys every ruler, authority, and power. Christ must rule until God has put every enemy under his control. The last enemy he will destroy is death. Clearly, God has put everything under Christ's authority. When God says that everything has been put under Christ's authority, this clearly excludes God, since God has put everything under Christ's authority. But when God puts everything under Christ's authority, the Son will put himself under God's authority, since God has put everything under the Son's authority. Then God will be in control of everything. However, people are baptized because the dead will come back to life. What will they do? If the dead can't come back to life, why do people get baptized as if they can come back to life? 
Why are we constantly putting ourselves in danger? Brothers and sisters, I swear to you on my pride in you, which Christ Jesus our Lord has given me, I face death every day. If I have fought with wild animals in Ephesus, what have I gained according to the way people look at things? If the dead are not brought back to life, let's eat and drink because tomorrow we're going to die. Don't let anyone deceive you. Associating with bad people will ruin decent people. Come back to the right point of view and stop sinning. Some people don't know anything about God. You should be ashamed of yourselves. But someone will ask, how do the dead come back to life? With what kind of body will they come back? You fool. The seed you plant doesn't come to life unless it dies first. What you plant, whether it's wheat or something else, is only a seed. It doesn't have the form that the plant will have. God gives the plant the form he wants it to have. Each kind of seed grows into its own form. Not all flesh is the same. Humans have one kind of flesh, animals have another, birds have another, and fish have still another. There are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies. Heavenly bodies don't all have the same splendor, nor do earthly bodies. The sun has one kind of splendor, the moon has another kind of a splendor, and the stars have still another kind of splendor. Even one star differs in splendor from another star. That is how it will be when the dead come back to life. When the body is planted, it decays. When it comes back to life, it cannot decay. When the body is planted, it doesn't have any splendor and is weak. When it comes back to life, it has splendor and is strong. It is planted as a physical body. It comes back to life as a spiritual body. As there is a physical body, so there is also a spiritual body. This is what the scripture says. The first man, Adam, became a living being. The last man, Adam, became a life-giving spirit. The spiritual does not come first, but the physical and then the spiritual. The first man was made from the dust of the earth. He came from the earth. The second man came from heaven. The people on earth are like the man who was made from the dust of the earth. The people in heaven are like the man who came from heaven. As we have worn the likeness of the man who was made from the dust of the earth, we will also wear the likeness of the man who came from heaven. Brothers and sisters, this is what I mean. Flesh and blood cannot inherit God's kingdom. What decays cannot inherit what doesn't decay. I'm telling you a mystery. Not all of us will die, but we will all be changed. It will happen in an instant, in a split second at the sound of the last trumpet. Indeed, that trumpet will sound, and then the dead will come back to life. They will be changed so that they can live forever. This body that decays must be changed into a body that cannot decay. This mortal body must be changed into a body that will live forever. When this body that decays is changed into a body that cannot decay, and this mortal body is changed into a body that will live forever, then the teachings of Scripture will come true. Death is turned into victory. Death, where is your victory? Death, where is your sting? Sin gave death its sting, and God's standards give sin its power. Thank God that he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, brothers and sisters, don't let anyone move you off the foundation of your faith. Always excel in the work you do for the Lord. You know that the hard work you do for the Lord is not pointless. We're going to have our second piece of music, 
just to give us some time to think about those bits of scripture, and there was a lot there that may have caught our attention. And after the music, we're going to pray. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels. Links are all in the episode notes down below. We would love to be able to pray for you and just lift you up in whatever you're doing. But our prayer for today is taking from our Walking the Way prayer handbook, and today we're praying for those who are struggling. Let's pray, shall we? Lord Jesus, we sit here this morning with a heart that is breaking, knowing that many of your people are struggling today. We know we're not alone in our own personal struggles. But we find a very real center of your peace falling around us. And we pray that same peace for our struggling brothers and sisters. We know that hardship and struggle are part of this fallen world in which we live. We know that until the day of your return, there will continue to be hardship. But we also know that in the midst of that suffering, we see the extended hands of our Saviour reaching out from His heavenly place, calling to us and to all who struggle. Our prayer is for anyone who at this very moment is struggling with things beyond their own control. Whatever their struggle today, Lord, we ask you to comfort and sustain the weak ones who are most susceptible. Whatever their struggle today, Lord, we ask that you give them peace. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.